Good afternoon, hope you're having an awesome Arab Shabbos. So as is our Friday custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from this week's Torah portion that both you and I can apply to our everyday lives. This week's Parsha being Parsha's Balak. Now, the majority of this week's portion talks about the scheme of a wicked king called Balak who, can you believe this, hated the Jews and wanted to destroy them. To do so, he enlisted a hired gun named Bilam, who was the greatest prophet of the entire non-Jewish world to do a real number on the Jewish people. Now, long story short, the guy refused the job until the king made an offer he simply couldn't refuse and then went to do his thing. However, due to much divine intervention aimed at miraculously saving the Jewish people, he was, sadly for him, but not for us, unsuccessful. It was clear to all <clears throat> excuse me, that it was because God was looking after his peeps and protecting them. After all said and done, the miracle was clear and obvious, and the Torah ends the entire episode with the following verse. And Bilaam, the prophet, got up and went back to his home, and Balak, the wicked king, went on his way. Now, such closes the entire scene. So as we said before, if there is something that the Torah writes, that it includes, it's because it's important. It's not just a trivial detail or poetic writing as if to script beautifully how they both exited stage left as the play ends. Rather, if the Torah includes it, even that verse, it's because God intends to teach something through it. So what is it? I heard from a great contemporary rabbi, Rabbi Fran from Baltimore, that this seemingly innocuous, even extra verse is actually teaching a very profound message to you and me. See, after everything that happened and their scheme unraveled with miracle after miracle that clearly were put in place to protect the Jews, what would you expect to happen next in their lives? That perhaps maybe after seeing such miracles, their attitude or character would change just a little? I mean, right? They would realize that the Jews are pretty darn good people and have protection of a God wherever they go? And so the Torah tells us, do you want to know what happened to Bilaam and Balak after all those clear miracles that undid all of their plans? What happened was in their lives, absolutely nothing. They just went back to where they came from and continued living as they were before with the exact same feelings towards the Jewish people. You know, it's shocking, but nothing changed at all. They didn't in the slightest rethink their viewpoint and their opinions of God and the Jews after all that they saw. But as shocking as that is, at the same time, is it really that foreign to many of us? I mean, is it perhaps one of the greatest challenges that each and every one of us face in this generation? We've all experienced moments that are miraculous, whether it be seeing the awesomeness of creation and its magnitude, the beauty of the Rocky Mountains, for example, or the awesomeness of the tiniest little creation like a child being born or the human eye, and we appreciate them and then we move on back to regular life without being changed at all, even slightly as a result. We all go through many things in our lives, but the goal is that those things in our lives go through us and slightly transform us and result in some sort of transformation, however small it might be. All of life is meant to be our classroom, and through each experience that awes us or changes our perspective, we are meant to learn, be transformed, and graduate to the next level. So on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbos, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.